Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host... Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. So excited you decided to join us. Before we jump in, a couple things. First of all, we'd love if you'd leave a five-star review. We, those, big, those reviews are really big to us. Also, go over and check out our sponsors, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine in the market. So easy to set up, easy to use, will make your team, you know, We'll make your team better shooters. I can guarantee that. And not necessarily scores, but the great thing is they've they've dealt with that problem. And now you have trainers there. You have things on the Dr. Dish. It will actually help you become a better scorer. So go over and check it out. Mention Coach Unplugged. They'll give you $350 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Right now, we're, we got a quarterly membership. We're trying something new here. We think it's a great innovation for all of you. Maybe jump in for three months and, and, and kick the tires around. Um, we believe in teachhoops.com so much that we have a 14-day free trial right now. No one else has that. No one else had. No one else are you going to get their bat phone and be able to get on a call and help them through. So our roadmap is is second to none too. It will walk you through your basketball journey. So come over and check us out at teachhoops.com. Let's head off to the podcast. I have a, one of my point guards, this freshman point guards, watching um, right here with his mom and dad, who set up the great technology, but. Teddy, what do I always say about a loose ball? Never dribble it. Say it out loud. Never dribble a loose ball. What are you ball. supposed to do with it? Pick it up. Pick it up. So yep. how many kids do you see a loose I know. ball? You know, our, you, know what our, you know what our rule is? Our uh, rule is any squir- skirmish or any loose ball, we don't call a timeout either. We're going, no, to, no, get no, no. We're, we're going to get it because – and then that's such an advantage for a team because – like everyone skirmishes and then calls a timeout. It's like, don't do that. We're going to skirmish, go get it. And then you're going to get rid of it. Like, exactly. yeah. <laughs> but you, you've seen, I mean, over 40 years, I've seen thousands of kids try to dribble a loose ball. And guess what happens? The other team gets it. You know what I'm saying? Every time. I mean, literally it's not every time, but it feels like it's every time. It's just about every time. That's one thing. So I, t- anytime loose ball, 
grab it, jump stop, and turn and face our basket. If you got someone ahead of you, throw it. Then the other thing I know that you tell your kids, I tell my kids all the time. So, Teddy, if you get, um, say, uh, the loose ball and you get it and you're closer to our basket in here and you get a loose ball and you're starting to dribble, what are you, besides looking ahead, what are you always worried about? Something else. Guy from behind. Guy from behind. Guy from behind. I mean, how many times you see this guard start dribbling and, and all of a sudden the kid from behind slaps to the head? Yeah. And it, and all and Teddy, all the only the, the one thing that helps in that is change direction. Like and change direction. Yeah, sure. you don't don't go straight line because that's where they're going. You got to make them. It's it's like exactly. you got to make them. It's like you're you're running away from the bear basically. Like don't run in a straight line. Make the bear exactly. kind of go. Yeah. You and I have been there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you know what's going to happen. So right. Um, so the chasers rules are basically that. Um, okay, and you did the post rules. What about the wing rules? I'm assuming those are the have, same. Uh, real simple rules. It's just called when one wing when one wing is up, the other wing is down. Right. I'd say it's like on a piece of string, like they're they like are. going like this or back and forth when we've run it. So when one wing is up, the other, yes. other wing is down. When the ball's reversed, banana cut outside shoulder, open up, sprint straight back. Now, depending how athletic he is, he gets either, as I'm springing back and looking at the ball, I either go right to the block and swing open so my rear end stays in the baseline, or if I'm really athletic, I can go up to the first hash mark or even sometimes the second hash mark um, if I've got great anticipatory skills. And that doesn't happen a lot, but right. it does happen sometimes. And then what about the, and then what the, so then uh, the point, what are the point guards rules? The point guard rules are uh, simple. I don't care when we're on offense down this end right here and say my point guard drives in, gets a driving layup. He is going to be the first one back 100 times in a row. Right. That's his job. He gets yeah. back. He gets and back. And as the other guys are coming back, he's directing um, people. Okay. All right. Now, I'll show you another thing we do. But so his job is. Protect the rim. Protect the rim. Yes, he protects the rim, but as they establish a ball side, say they establish the right side, he's got out of the paint, and now he starts getting above the block. Okay. He's got to cover the corners with one exception, and I'll show it to you, but he's got Yeah, to what is the exception? And he's got to think menta mentally and mentality-wise, he's got to draw charges. And what do you look for in a chaser? Um, I'll show you the drill real quickly. Okay. I do, but let me – just show you the point guard one situation so they're coming down and the ball is moving faster than we can move defensively so let's say the ball's in the corner right here and my point guard is out on him yep and they throw a skip diagonal pass the opposite slot so my chaser is here the backside wing is here and then the the wing on the ball side is in no man's land our center is down here and our chaser is right there so yep. And I'll show you adjustments you can make. But when they throw a skip pass right here, Chaser's running out, and he's trying to force this kid to take dribbles towards the sideline. Yep. Our wing is going out, banana cut. But now, as my point guard's trying to get back to the opposite block, he yells to the wing, I can't get there. You cover. So the wing is going to fake, and then that kid throws a direct pass to the corner. The wing's going to guard that pass for that. And possession. how often does that happen? Uh, Maybe once a game. Okay. Okay. All right. That's what I, but that was my thought is that it shouldn't happen too much. 
it, it doesn't happen a lot, but if a kid takes a bad angle, so what we've done, I'll just cover that scenario. So the ball's right here, our chaser's at the elbow, our center is fronting right here, my point guard's out, the backside wing is here. What we've done to um, alleviate that situation, skip passes, is so when the chaser and the wing are here on this kid and he throws to the corner here, my wing, my wing, instead of coming halfway here, he runs in to the arc facing the ball. And then my chaser, instead of going to the elbow, he goes to the nail. You know what I'm saying? So, right. So I almost, it's almost exactly like a two, three zone. It is. And so that solves skip passes. So when the ball's in the corner here, my point guard's here, my center's here, this wing comes in here and then he bumps the chaser over here. So they throw that skip pass and then backside wing is here. They throw the skip pass. He's closer to that. And we've actually okay. gotten some steals on that. I like that. So, so let's go back to that one question. What do you look for in a chaser? Cause I know what I look for in a chaser, but I just want, I'm more interested in what you look for. All right. So they came to your practice tomorrow and I was right here and I said, all right, guys, um, Raise your hand if uh, you want to think you're a chaser. You know, they're ah, okay, we'll find out. So <laughs> one simple drill. Have you, uh, and, and before we do that, have you ever had a chaser be the point guard? And how do you deal with that? Um, no, generally okay. speaking, um, not every single year. Like I've got a senior captain. He's been with me for three years. He's a phenomenal chaser. Uh, he's not 6'4", 6'3", 6'3". About six one. Okay. And he's really, really good because he has great anticipatory skills. But there are some kids on your team, if if you had them chase, you know, you'd you'd lose the first five games of your season because they don't know how to chase. Right. I mean, you have to have guts, you have to have um, we use the word just being relentless. You gotta be relentless. So I'd come to your practice, I'd say, All right, who who wants to do it? Steve, you wanna try it? Yeah, I I know I can do it. So I say to your uh, two of your teammates, all right, you take the ball of bounds and you be at the elbow right here and be cut to get open. So now they're going to be, this kid has the ball, this kid's going to step in. So now Steve runs out of the circle and he attacks the ball. The only thing I tell the offense guys is they can't beat them north to south. They've got to try to beat them a little bit, but you know, maybe take two or three dribbles up the court and stop and reverse it. So now I can watch Steve attack the ball right here. He takes two or three dribbles, stops, and now he reverses the end bounder. Now Steve's got to cut across the floor and get up on him this way and dribble. And then he's got to reverse it again. Like three. Are you trying steps. to keep him on the side of the court? Yes. And, yeah. and so I, we just call it side saddle. But the point I'm trying to make is, is that Steve and you as the coach, I will find out in the first 10 seconds of this drill, Steve, you know what? I think he'd be better at center. <laughs> Okay. You know, you're going to find out right away. Right. Who kid. can do that? You know what we use, coach? That, that you that We use the volleyball lines. Yeah. Because the volleyball court is 30 feet wide and the basketball court is 50. So that leaves 10 feet on each side. We try to keep them in that 10 feet on the side. Yeah. Um, it's, it's the same concept you're doing, except the only possible difference is, is that instead of my chaser being five, maybe 10 feet off the ball, 
my chaser is literally right up in his side saddle. Is on is on the is on the ball. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like I'm that. I'm the point guard and I catch it. And now I'm facing half court. I'm going to dribble up. So you don't side. necessarily need because I've always put long, lanky, athletic on top as my chaser. Yeah, that's, that's what we do. Okay, that's okay. That's that's the ideal one. Six three, long, athletic. Exactly. But even the six three long guys, sometimes you find out that you know they chase for 10 seconds in this drill that, you know, just to find out who can chase. And all of a sudden, you know, he's going in the locker room, getting a drink and he, you know, he never maybe doesn't come back to the training room. Got a yeah, gun. Yeah. So <laughs> it takes a special kid to okay. be relentless. And I've had um, the other advantage I tell my chasers, uh, especially six, three, six, four, I say, Hey, um, you play near the rim. Yeah. I can dunk in warmups. I go, wow. You know, so I say right. to him, well, here's a perk. I said, if you learn how to chase and you get really good at this, and if you get an inch higher, you're going to have breakaway dunks. So I had a kid this summer I experimented with, and I played him a chaser, and he had about, honestly, he had about 25 dunks this summer, but he probably had 15 as the chaser. Right, because it's like, I know, it's that, it's, it's that ability to do it. So how do teams beat you on this? Um. You know what? Sometimes there's a thing called reality. Sometimes your X's and O's aren't as good as their X's and O's. Um, do, they you, get, do they get open threes on this? Yeah, they can. But another, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not an analytic guy, you know, because I'm old. I'm not old school and I'm not, anal, I'm sort of in between, but I do keep stats on everything. And over the last, again, 15 years, 14 of the 15 years, my backside wings been our, leading rebounder. But another thing is people say, well, God, you give up so many threes in a one, three, one, actually over the last 15 years in 14 out of the 15 years, again, my team at the end of the season have made more threes than their opponents. Right. You know, so yeah. So what, what, what kind of shots, are, what kind of shots are they taking? Then? Um, opposite slot and opposite corner. So because maybe the kid didn't do a good job of banana cut and they made a direct pass from the opposite slot to the corner. So, so here's the pass I've seen corner to wing to same sides corner. So like back and forth, you mean? Yep. So, so they're in the, they're in the right corner. They pass it to the opposite wing. So diagonal pass. And then that guy goes in before you can get there, he passes as a corner and that's when the three happens. Okay. So here's what I would do. So you're saying, it's going from here. Here, opposite cor opposite here. wing. Yep. And then it goes to the same side corner. It goes there. All right. So yep. here's a game adjustment I would make. I wouldn't yell at my guys, but I would say something like the effect like, are you kidding me? We're not putting up pressure on the ball. You're allowing that kid to make easy cross-court passes. And by the time we recover to that, the other kid already has an open three. So what we I would say to them, all right. The rest of the game, the wing on this side, don't play as high, play uh, tighter. And as soon as that ball goes to the corner right here, run down with our point guard and trap him. We would trap that every time. As a result, then I would have my chaser, I, I would just tell him, say, listen, look, look, look at the ball, but also have a feeling that nobody is flashing here from the backside, then cheat over to the nail hole, and then you sprint right at that uh, – Cross court pass, and you force them to the sideline, and that will give everybody pretty much time to recover. Time to do it. Do you run this on out of bounds plays, side and yeah, underneath? I'll show you some great stuff. Okay. 
And then I'm going to show you, I want to make sure before we get off, I want to show you the rebounding. Okay. The rebounding is really, really good out of the one, three, one. Um, so let's just start with, uh, this is really good. We do this five or six times a game. Sorry about the mess I make. <laughs> All right. So we call it fire F I R E. So, uh, you know, it's th uh, halftime. We're in the locker room, come out of the half halftime locker room. I was asked one of my assistant coaches, I said, whose ball is it? They go, it's their ball. All right. So my bench is right here. Their bench is right here. And they're taking the ball out of bounds right here. All right. So theoretically, we're generally speaking out of 10 times, where do they throw the ball? Backcourt. The backcourt. Yeah, they throw them backwards. So here's our defense. We call it fire. My chaser is just sort of like nonchalant facing the ball. The wing on this side comes up and plays inside shoulder. So his arms uh, reaching out of bounds. So he can't throw a pass this way. My center comes up and sort of just he's a little bit outside the arc and he's playing um, sort of in the middle, just looking for somebody. If somebody's like directly right next to him, he'll just sort of stand next to him on the side. And then our point guard, instead of being on the above the block right here, he's one of the guys we uh, switch a little bit. So what, what we do, our point guard, I move him up uh, like between the foul line extended and the first or second hash mark. So he stands right here. And then our backside wing stands facing the ball on the opposite foul line, imaginary foul line extended. Okay. So that's okay. what we look like. All right. Yep. Now, literally, as soon as the ball is in the air, this is really good. As soon as the ball is in the air, all right. What a lot of times when this kid catches it, before I show you what we do, who does he look to throw the ball right back to? The inbounder. Yeah. The inbounder. So here's what we do. This kid sprints with high arms, yelling, ah, he's sprinting with high arms. Our chaser sprints with high arms. I don't care if the kid starts dribbling. They stay with him the entire time. Our point guard, when this kid steps in bound, this is a long run, but he can do it. He sprints up and takes the inbound away. So I'll re-diagram this and show you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This oh, is God, I bet the first couple times, I bet it's the first time you run this, you get a steal every time. We do. But I run it during the course of the game on any side line play that they're taking it out. So inbounders right here. Our point guard's taking the ball uh, away. They're kid who's throwing the backcourt right here. My wing and my chaser are taking him away. This kid who was at the foul line extended, okay, the wing was at the foul line extended. There's always going to be somebody in front of him. Right. He, sprint, he sprints up and takes away that kid right here. And then our center looks for anybody in the middle of the floor right here, and he's playing the ball side of that kid, denying that pass. So we've taken away this pass, this pass, this pass, and we're double-teaming the ball. I don't care if the kid dribbles away. They're just chasing him until something happens. 
either we steal it or this kid is such a great player and he sees a kid under the basket and he can throw it all the way over our guys and he scores. I just look at my guys go, nice try. You know what I'm saying? I bet that doesn't happen that often. Okay, what, what about under, what about underneath? How do you does it look like a two three underneath? So this is exactly how we do uh, inbounds. We have one um, one key. First of all, because of what we do, very seldom do teams even throw it to the corner. They usually throw it into the backcourt. So when they're taking the ball out of bounds, right here. Right. All right. So my point guard is on the inside shoulder. Okay. So the point guard be on this shoulder right here. So I can't throw it towards the paint. Yep. My chaser is uh, near the uh, nail hole right here. And his main job out here is to take anyone who comes down the middle for a lob. Okay. The center is right on the ball side block, um, facing the ball, nothing inside right here. My backside wing is outside the block, one foot on the lane line, one foot outside the block. So I'm like this. I'm looking at the ball, but my main responsibility is if this kid throws to the back corner, I've got to guard that. That's the first thing. The other thing is, you know how they'll do something like this, where this kid will come in and screen the backside wing, yep. and then he'll go like that. So what I tell my backside wing is, yeah. if you feel any pressure of a screen, leg whip, your closest leg to the corner, and so I can cover the corner, or I'm not going to have the guy slip on me. Does that right. make sense? Yep. And now this wing right here, the other wing is facing the ball. He has one foot inside the arc, one foot outside the arc. All right. Now, okay. if they throw the corner right here, which very seldom teams do because they know we're going to trap. Here's how we do it. It's really, it's different. It's really cool, I think. So they throw the corner. It's an automatic. I don't have to call. We don't call any play on this. It's just automatic. If the ball goes to the corner right here, the point guard who is guarding the ball sprints out. The wing, who is on the three-point arc, doubles that right here. Now, the chaser, who is in the middle right here, he sprints from here and guards this outlet pass right there. Because that's where they want to go. They want to go there, yeah. Um, our center goes here. So, you know what's open? The Opposite outlet. wing? Well, well, I don't care. But they, if he throws a skip pass over there, we'll, you know, okay. we may go up the shop, but we're going to recover. So, he goes there. So, here's what I do. This wing right here sprints up to the ball side elbow. So in essence, what we've done is overloaded five guys on the ball side. So that's, got, why they, that's why they don't want to go to a corner coach. Cause it's oh, like <laughs> a point guard wing chaser. This wing comes here and then center fronts. So he can't throw this way because the backboard's in the way. I know so the pass they could possibly make will be all the way out in here somewhere. And then, all right, where, where are you supposed to be when the ball goes out there? Show me your rules. And then they all say, well, I'm supposed to be up here, right. and I'm supposed to be out here, and I'm supposed to chase, and yeah. I'm supposed to put the opposite. So you know what? You, you gamble. The risk is uh, way worth the – Do you uh, ever do fire to start a game? Yeah. You, I mean, we try to win the jump ball every single time. we got a jump ball play. But okay. if we don't, don't win the jump ball – you know, you could say, you know, their first possession, as soon as they cross left hand or right hand, we're going to get up. And so you call that's the, my point was you call it sometimes on not out of bounds. You'll call a fire once. Well, they have I'll call, let's say um, 
they're going to this basket right here. It's in the fourth quarter. My bench is right here. Their kid's taking it out of bounds here. Most of the time, their kid doesn't go to the backcourt. Right. Most of the kid, he, he stands right here. Okay. And so I'll put the wing on here, right here. I still have the point guard up a little higher, have our center in the middle right here. I have the backside wing, not as low, um, but I'll have them up a little bit higher. And then um, the, the chaser um, will be sort of like, you know, in the middle like that. So we're saying, yeah, we're not going to pressure you. And as soon as the ball is in here, well, now the kid can't go over back because our backcourt is over back. So chaser runs, he runs, the point guard takes him away, the center sprints and looks for anyone in the middle. And then this guy right here, yeah, he'll come all the way up and uh, get the cross-court pass. And you know what? If they can make a direct pass to basket, you know what? We give up a two. Right. I, don't, yeah, I mean, you, you want to run them off. I get it. So what's the hardest thing to teach on that? I guess being relentless for 32 minutes is, um, you know, and having the confidence in your bench that is the starting wing. Do you have a, do you have foul trouble with this ever? You know, that's a great question. And again, statistically, I went the last, I, I, I don't know why I got stuck on 15 years, but I went back 15 years and our opponents, not a lot more, but they have, they have pretty much way more fouls, uh, filing out of players than we do. And I look sp specifically at positions like over the last 15 years, my point guard has fouled out point guards over the last 15 years have fouled out like six times. Yeah. Point guard. I would think the chaser would have more issues in some respects because you know, they might go for a steal and run into them like st stuff that they can't control sometimes. Oh yeah. They get a lot yeah. of those, you know, um, unnecessary fouls, but you know what? You don't yeah. say anything to them because I want them playing like that, but you know right, what? Right, right, right. They go for, a, they go for a steal and they bump into the guy and it's a foul. It's a foul. I get it. But then, the but the point guard, I like what one of the reasons I like the one three one is you're kind of protecting your point guard in some respects because they're you not are. they're not on the ball where the official that's the accountant all day is going to call the foul that maybe is questionable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Honestly, in the last fifteen years, the kid who fouls out the most is our center. You know, and so I, I said to myself, can you, can you have a wing go to center? With because the problem is most teams don't have a lot of big centers. Probably, can you, you put an athlete there? My center this year um, is a three-year player for me on the varsity. I've got six three-year players as seniors this year. They all played and started, a lot of them as sophomores. So they're, they're veteran guys. Right. But my center this year is only six foot. Well, his backup center is six four. But my okay. starting center is just so smart and so physically tough. He understands how to play the middle of the one three one. So right. I have no qualms about his size. Okay. All right. Well, let me hey, I, I want to see some. I'm gonna once your season. When does your season start? We start officially practicing November fifteenth. Ooh, you start when we start. Two weeks from Monday. Um. Yep. yep. So, so I want to see some film of you doing this too. If you can send it to me, just meet selfishly. I'd love to Absolutely. see some. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to see. Show some. you the last thing we're rebounding. Okay. Okay. Rebounding. Is oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you were gonna show me that? I forgot about that. So let's just. Uh, we'll take one position right now, the corner. So let's just say it's a normal possession, and my point guard gets out there, and the kid looks at him and still raises up and shoots a three. Here's where everyone goes. A long time ago, our backside rebounder was all by himself. I said, no, I, I want a second guy there because most shots from that side go long anyway. So what we right. do is pretty unique. My chaser goes from here to the uh, ball side elbow, backside wing above 
the uh, wing. My center is fronting right here. So he's either gonna leg whip to the middle or he's gonna leg whip to the baseline. He's in a 50-50 battle for the ball. Right. The point guard has the shooter right here and this wing who normally before used to be in no man's land. So he just watched the shot go up and he wouldn't do anything. Now my wing runs to the nail hole and covers the nail. So our rebounding looks like chaser, wing, center, wing, point guard out on the ball. And what I found is our runouts are so much faster. So for I example, bet. if this kid gets a rebound right here, he's gone to the closest lane. He's gone. My point guard is coming across the floor, catching the ball on the run, and then center would fill lanes. So that rebounding position is so much faster and better. Again, you, I mean, you, you feel like you play at a faster pace because you won 3-1? Absolutely. Okay, um, I think so too. I think it causes that a little bit. Well, I'm still – I mean, my philosophy is real simple. Um, as a 40-year veteran is I develop relationships with my players and my coaches. Um, I make sure they all have fun, even though I work their rear ends off. Um, we have an identity. Our identity is three point. I mean, um, our one, three, one, but we also, I developed three point shooters in our program and point guards in our program. And, um, we try to play fast relatively speaking. And so if you think about it, the whole key in basketball, easy baskets at the end of the night, I'm playing your team and I have nine easy baskets and your team has five easy baskets. We're going to beat you 99 out of 100. And I've said this in my podcast too, Coach. The, the, the transition from defense to offense and offense to defense is what people don't work on. And that's what, that's what I like about this is you're transitioning from offense to defense instantaneously because your chaser's on the ball. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Most people don't work on those things because there's only four parts to the game. Offense, defense, transition to offense, and transition to defense. That's it. There's only four parts of the game. And most people only work on two of them. But that's what I like is you just talked about how you transition from defense to offense. And then the chaser harassing is from offense to defense. That's perfect. That's exactly yeah, what you're no, doing. It's, it's 100% true. And, you know, I'll finish with this, is that an average team, their transition defense stinks. They don't know who's getting back. They right. all watch. They don't get back. And my team gets a layup. A good team will do that most of the game, but they still have breakdowns, so we st still get easy baskets. A great team doesn't give you anything, quote, easy. They nope. make you earn everything. And I'd like to think of my program is that we're in that category. I think we're, we're a good to a great team on most seasons because, I mean, I demand it. Right. You know, we're getting back. If you don't get back, you're coming out. I love that. I love that. All right. Thank you, coach. I appreciate it. Hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying this. If you are, maybe go over and check out coach Collins's other podcasts, teacher sidekick and high school hoops. Um, subscribe, like, leave a five-star review, maybe. And then uh, also you can go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. All right. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.